Hey everyone, welcome to a new school year. My name is Neil Little and I am going to be the host of the Swarm Report this fall semester. I'm going to do things a little bit different than we did in the past. We have such an awesome group of sports reporters here at the Hornet that I'm going to start having them onto the show to tell us about the sports they're covering. Sac State has so many awesome fall sports that we're going to try and cover all of them this year and give you an in-depth look at each one of them. We're going to have the reporters on that are there at the games, talking to the players, talking with the coaches, and really getting to feel and experience what the game is like beyond just the box score. In the first part of the podcast, Myla Booth is going to join us and break down our women's volleyball team's latest game versus the St. Mary's Gales down in Moraga. And in the second part of our podcast, Jack Freeman is going to join us and break down our 2-0 football team and what they have coming up for them in the future. And joining me first is Myla Booth. How you doing, Myla? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, hi, my name is Myla. I'm the sports editor here at State Hornet, and I am currently covering volleyball again. Covered volleyball all of fall 2022. Yeah, nice. Why do you want to be a sports writer? I've always watched sports growing up. My parents, my dad specifically, my brother specifically. So yeah, growing up basketball mainly and sometimes football. But then I just randomly got into volleyball as soon as I joined State Hornet, and I loved it. Who are some of your teams? We're going to judge you right now. For basketball? All of them. For basketball, I'm from the Bay Area, so I love the Warriors. There we go. It's okay. We can say that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people judge me. They're like, Lakers, Lakers. I'm like, whatever. And I don't have really a favorite football team. I mean, my my parents are watching like the Niners or like the Raiders or something. Okay, cool. But like, I don't really know much about any of the other teams. So you're just a diehard Warriors fan? Uh, Yeah. I'll respect it. We can roll with like that. I have a lot of Warriors shirts. Nice. A lot I'll of those. Wear, I'll wear one next class. There we go. <laughs> Just to just to make Fernando real happy. Yeah. So you were you covered the volleyball game the other night where they Sac State took on the St. Mary's Gales. It looks like the Gales had a really successful like offensive attack on the Hornets. Can you break down like what they did and like how did Sac State respond to them throughout the match? St. Mary's was really good. They made sure to stay close to the net for good blocks, like block assists, solo blocks. Made sure to scan and read like who the hitters were so they could kind of know like who to look out for. And really just running all over the court. Like, even if they ran all the way to the back of the gym, they're getting the ball. Like A lot of good hustle plays. Yeah, a lot of good hustle plays. Left a lot of skin on the floor. Yeah. Hey, that, you know, those little things can win games. Speaking of, Coach Volta mentioned the team could have probably played uh, better defense and served a bit better. What, is the, what are some of the adjustments you think Coach is going to be thinking about going into, the, going into these future matches? I think he's mainly going to be focused on making less errors specifically serving errors and like small attack errors because those cost a lot when it comes to these games serving is very important i feel like it's the start of the game like it sets the tempo so if you literally mess that up you're giving easy points easy advantages to the other teams and even when it comes to like defense as well i feel like that's also very important to apply lots of pressure on the opposing team because you want to make sure that you gain that control of the match because that sets how the whole game is going to play in each set yeah, giving away points is never a good idea in sports. Yeah, no. And it's very easy if you make a small error in volleyball. It's really easy to just rack up those points easily. You highlighted some performance about Kalani Hayes and Bridget Smith. What impact do they have on the team, especially when they're on and off the floor? Um, Kalani Hayes is always good at looking out for blocks. Specifically, it could be a solo block herself or a block assist with another player. And she's also really good at having an open eye to just hit a quick kill. She can easily just spot when something's going to be open and just hit it in between two players on the opposing team. And they'll just like look like, where the heck did that come from? And when it comes to Bridget Smith, she's very good offensively. Uh, to me, it's like she's a lead attacker. Like her kills are so powerful. Like there's there's no way to really describe it. Like she's really good offensively. 
volleyball games tend to, tend to have a lot of ebbs and flows in terms of scoring points. Uh, how does Sac State stay focused when they start falling behind in these games and rally back? Um, I think they just make sure to remind themselves a lot of the times that they have each other and to not more so focus on the other team beating them if they're winning. They more so just make sure to focus on what they need to do and executing it every time. Hornets have some tough opponents coming up this season, like the currently third-ranked Florida Gators out of the SEC and Clemson out of the ACC. How does a team like Sac State, which is kind of you know our little homegrown team here, how do you prepare for those kind of major conference schools? I think when it comes to those type of things, they really just make sure to focus and correct on those errors that they did make in previous games because I know those can like cost you. Like I've said, like the little errors, the little things, you can give easy advantages to the other team. Um, which helps them gain control of how the match is going to go. So I know they'll probably focus on a lot of things like that going into these games and just making sure when it comes to like their expectations and goals, more so making sure to keep playing hard, watch out for the little things, keep communicating on the court because that's a huge thing with volleyball, making sure you guys are moving constantly, communicating who's going to go by the net, who's going to watch out for this, that, and the fourth, um, and just continue to focus before the Big Sky Conference. Nice. Uh, when is the ladies' next home game so we can go watch them? Um, their next home game is Tuesday, September 12th at 7 p.m. Will you be there? Yes. Awesome. Make sure to say hi to Myla. Yes. Thanks for coming on. I'll be at the press table. <laughs> Welcome to our second part of our Swarm Report this week. We're going to be jumping into the football scene with our sports editor, Jack Freeman. Jack, how are you doing today, man? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing well. Pretty excited for football this week. Uh, before we dive into it, tell me, let's tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm obviously the sports editor, like you said. From the Bay Area, I'm a junior. Uh, I major in journalism. Covered football last year and excited to do it again this year. Awesome. Who are some of your teams? Give, give us some of those. Big Seahawks fan. Seahawks? That's, that's that's the main one. Giants and Sharks. Other, other than that, yeah. Not a basketball guy. Not really. Okay. No, I tune in, but you know, it's for the entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Cool. It's I on. <laughs> I respect it. All right, you had a great article that came out this week. That anyone listening, I highly recommend you go read on the Hornet website. In the article, Jack, you talk about the standout performance by junior quarterback Caden Bennett, also of Folsom High School, and his explosive plays. Can you talk about Bennett's like playing style and how he contributed to the Hornets' victory this game? Yeah, I mean, I'll talk around this guy is how explosive he is. I mean, talk about a guy. He reminds me a lot of uh, Russell Wilson. Anytime that he loads up for a deep shot, you're like, this could be a touchdown, you know? Kind of that young Russell Wilson, still fast. He's able to make plays with his legs, and that's kind of how they want to use him. In that read option game, get him out of the pocket, get him rolling, and then when it's time, take the top off the defense, go deep get those big plays, and that's what they've done so far. So true dual-threat quarterback. Yes. Jumping over to the other side of the ball, defense played a pivotal role in this game today with senior defensive back Dylan Janelle and linebacker Armand Bailey making significant contributions on that side of the ball. Can you talk about the defensive plays they made and the strategies that helped the Hornets dominate the Lions' offense this week? One thing about Sac State's defense is that they're really fast. They really get to the ball quickly. Dylan Janelle and Armand Bailey are two prime examples of that. Texas A&M Commerce came out um, in the first half, and they were just going at Dylan Junell because he's kind of a short guy. The Nichols went at him as well in week one, and he, he, he's talked to me, and he says he kind of relishes in that. He likes the challenge. He knows that guys are going to go after him, and that's exactly what they did, and he ended up with three pass breakups on three targets. 
just absolutely shutting down any momentum that that offense had. Even on third and short, they were making play. He, he, he was making plays. Armand Bailey forced the lone turnover, and he really is the Swiss Army knife of this defense. They send him on pressure. They, uh, they use him in coverage. He can do everything for them, and that really makes him critical. He's been here a long time. He's one of their leaders on that defense. And he does lead through his play. You know, every time that there's a tackle, you know, you're up in the press box here, maybe assist four just because he's always on the ball. Those guys are really critical to this team. I love getting 11 hats on the ball. Makes every coach happy. Jumping back over to the offensive side of the ball again, you mentioned the Hornets' reliance on the running game, speared by Caden Bennett and senior running back Marcus Fulcher. That's a huge element of their offensive attack. How do these guys impact the run game? Yeah, I love I love Fulch. He's on another guy who's kind of short, and he just runs like somebody pissed like pissed him off. Always looking to run people over, really shifty. He's another leader on this offense. He's been here a long time. Yeah, and he's just a guy who uh, an- another guy who leads by example. He actually had a DK Metcalf esque rundown um, on Caden Bennett's lone interception. Ran like sixty yards to make the tackle, and that's just kind of the guy that he is. He puts in effort, play in and play out. They'll they'll throw him the ball on screens. There's two guys in front of him. He's not a guy who's just going to go down. He's going to make the effort to make m- make those guys miss and get yards. The Hornets are very dynamic in their running game. They have four talented runners. They've got um, Ezra Molini. He's a transfer they got from JC. They have Elijah Tau-Tolliver. They have Marcus Fulcher and Caden Bennett. All those guys are liable to break off 60, 70-yard runs at any time when they get the blocks. That's how important this run game is, like I said before. It's kind of using Caden Bennett in that run game and then taking the top off the defense. That run game, their offense starts with the run game, and they've got the talent to do it. It's cool to hear that. I feel like a lot of teams now pass to set up the run, so it's cool that Sac State kind of you know goes old school and pounds teams, then go over the top. I think it'll work these days with the way teams are built. Coach Thompson emphasized the importance of improvement from week to week in practice. What specific improvements did the Hornets make from last week against Nickel State? We'll start on the offensive side of the ball where the blocking on the outside was so much better. They ran a lot of like, you know, sweeps to get to the outside. Coach Thompson shout out Jared Gibson as a wide receiver, somebody who really stepped up even though he didn't get a he didn't even make a catch. His blocking, his effort was just so much more improved. And that showed, you know, they ran the ball 45 times for, you know, 300 some yards. That's how you do it, and that's what Coach Thompson was really stressing the improvement on. He wanted to see their backs get the chance to make those plays, and they gave it to him against Texas A&M Commerce. He was very, very happy with that. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, it starts up front. It always does. Nichols' quarterback was able to get out and escape a lot of time. He had time in the pocket. Nichols just dropped a lot of passes. This past week against Texas A&M Commerce, their quarterback had no time. He was on the move almost all the time, had no chance of making anything happen. And when he did, he stepped up. He'd get a few, you know, four or five yards. Boom, there was somebody there to make the tackle. That was something he stressed. And then late in the game, not giving up those deep passes. This has been a consistent issue for the Hornets going back to last year where they could get their defense, they'd send a lot of pressure, and teams would just bomb them over the top. And it really was their one weakness on defense because they're a very stout run defense. They didn't give up any against Texas A&M Commerce. Texas A&M Commerce's longest pass was 14 yards, and that was only seven air yards. You know, the, pa- the ball went seven yards, and then the guy picked up seven more. As a defensive guy, you know, Coach Thompson was the D.C. He, was, he loved it. He couldn't have been more proud with the effort. And that w- those were the main improvements that, that, that he's talked about. 
there's nothing coaches love more than good assignment football and wide receivers blocking downfield. Now, I bet you that guy gets some targets this week. Speaking of this week, it is a big week this week for Sac State as they are heading down to Stanford to face Troy Taylor, their old coach. How's the team feeling going into this? There's got to be a lot of emotions riding on this game. Yeah, I think this team goes into Stanford with something to prove. You know, obviously your coach leaves and obviously, you know, you view it one way as a business, but as a player, you know, you don't want to be abandoned by the guy who brought you into this program. And so they're going to go into Stanford and they're going to try and, you know, prove that Troy made the wrong decision. He left for a worse football team. You know, they just want to go out there, execute, not only, you know, get a win over Troy, but get a win over a power five opponent. It's been a long time since they've done that. They had success against an FBS opponent um, last year against Colorado State, went in there and, you know, dominated them. I think you'd want to see the same result. Again, you you expect that of yourself. If you want to compete for an FCS national title, you've got to be as good, if not better, than this current Stanford roster is right now. And Sac State had a lot of turnover. They've been kind of held down in the polls. You know, they were up at 1-2 last year. They sit at 8-9 right now, you know, around that area. People have a lot of doubts against this team this is a way to silence those doubters i love it i hope the team does well well jack i look forward to your recap on this game and we'll have you uh we'll have you back on again soon awesome thank you so much for, ha for having me that's going to wrap up our first edition of the swarm report thank you guys so much for listening be sure to tune in next week as we have a big soccer podcast coming out as we have our men's and women's team in action the rest of the weekend this weekend we'll see you guys next week be a friend, tell a friend.